You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. I am with Mac Moncton here. Um, we've been trying to do this for a really, really long time, haven't we? And I'm glad we got to do it. We have. Um, I remember you giving me a call, was it like last year? And you're like, yeah, I'm driving back from Scottsdale. Uh, let's do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. A uh, lot's happened since then. Uh, you guys have been busy, but um, yeah, I appreciate you, you know, perfect timing. You're in town. Um, you know, you're from Broken Arrow, Tulsa area. Yes, sir. Have you always been in that area? Yeah, that's, that's where I grew up. I actually, mm-hmm. I went to school at UCO for a couple of years. So, I so lived you up really the, know it here then? Uh, I, l- I lived up in the Edmond area for yeah. a couple of years, so. Yeah, so you grew up in... in grew up, in, yeah, so, I, well, actually, so I was born, what I always tell people, I was born in, born in California, mm-hmm. but raised in Oklahoma. So we moved to the Tulsa area, prob- uh, right where I was around three years old. Yeah. So moved there and then, yeah, I've grown up. I went to Broken Arrow from kindergarten to senior year. And then after that, uh, ventured off to play some junior college baseball over in Missouri. And then after that, came back to UCO and pretty much have lived in Oklahoma my whole life. So, yeah. yeah. Do you still have family in California? So I do, yeah. Just uh, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. My grandpa lives out there, so he lives in the San Fran area. So oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll go up there every once in a while and visit him. Yeah, that's if you can get past like the idiots in the street. Sometimes we did it. Uh, friends of mine from back home, they flew out, and we flew to San Francisco and drove down to L.A., oh. which was amazing. And <laughs> yeah. then we it was over Memorial Day weekend. We drove into Vegas and had a great time, and then came home. Yeah, I bet uh, you have some good stories from that trip. That was enough. Yeah, but it's, it's like. <laughs> If you go to Vegas when you're like just graduate college, you have no money. You're just like I'm gonna people watch and oh, like yeah. buy kind of cans at the Walgreens and then walk around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't we went that. to like we went on one night out. Um, went to the Hakkasan for one night. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like, how do people do this every you day? You said Hawkinson? Hawkinson. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I went there last time for, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, let's just say it was a, it was a, a wild riot, night. I, I, I like <laughs> if anyone that's flight. been there, they know yes. how that night will turn out. So yeah. we, we got a table and everything. So you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I was the one watching people getting tables. And like, <laughs> this is like, you are spending so much, but it's amazing. You're having a great time. Yeah. Uh, back to, I guess, Oklahoma then. So you, I mean, you didn't grow up in California, you grew up here then pretty much. Yeah, so yeah. I grew up here. It's actually kind of crazy how, we, like, so really I don't have much family here in Oklahoma because it's funny. Like, yeah. My dad's from actually Buffalo, New York. My mom's from San Francisco, California. And now we live in Oklahoma. In the middle of so, the country. like, yeah, all my aunts and uncles, they all live either in New York or, you know, uh, California. So yeah. it's, it's been funny that we somehow ended up right in the middle of both of them. Yeah. Uh, what's mom and dad do? So, um, mother, she works for, uh, she works for a family. Uh, she helps them on that end. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. And, uh, so that's what she does. And then my dad, he's actually a sales rep for, uh, Easton sports. So he has all of, uh, Oklahoma and Texas yeah. territory. So anyone that knows baseball, that's then. what, yeah, that's what he does. So right now his is, you know, with, finally covid yeah. clearing off his his busy schedule is starting now so yeah definitely because isn't 
Is Lauren Chamberlain sponsored by them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. a big Easton girl. So, yeah, so. she's a big part of the Easton crew. Yeah, so I, she I does a lot of stuff with them. Stuff. Um, hopefully, we've been trying to get her on the podcast. We just keep mixing dates and missing stuff. And it hasn't taken as long as it has to have you on the podcast. But <laughs> Lauren, no, I'm glad we coming on the future. As you can tell, I mean, we're both busy guys. So, oh, finally, yeah. I'm glad we finally got the lockdown this yeah. day. We've been wanting to do this for a while. So, like yeah, I it's, said. Uh, it's awesome. I get, you know, and people. I'd like people are like oh I'm sorry it took, took so long I, it doesn't matter like <laughs> this thing isn't going to stop like you know yeah. podcast is still going to be going we'll come, well, come mean, on whenever you're ready anyone that you have on here like I mean everyone has a busy schedule so it's oh, hard yeah. to you know how it is locking yeah. down people so definitely it's been but great no, with we're, setup. I'm glad to be here so appreciate that yeah it's been great with the setup and, and Bedford's camera we're recording today it's been awesome to me and, and we're like hey if you need a space to record and oh, yes. you know if, if I had you at the house my dogs would lose their mind um, <laughs> yeah perfect setup not great for sound quality with the dogs but um yeah i mean you know so 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 you obviously played i assume all sports growing up and then baseball was one that you just naturally took to yeah so obviously going to broken arrow i grew up obviously playing you know all the sports growing mm-hmm. up but when you get to a big school like broken arrow i mean shoot my graduating class was like 1150 i think right around yeah, there i mean it was right mad. around 1100 so you know, when you get to that many guys, I mean, that many kids in one school, you kind of almost have to pick one sport to mm. focus on. So, like, my freshman year, I mean, honestly, my favorite sport to play is basketball. So, I played basketball my freshman year and baseball my freshman year. And, obviously, baseball and basketball is really hard to play. I mean, because basketball ends and you're already starting baseball. Yeah. So, after my freshman year, I was like, you know... I'm probably not seeing myself go really far with uh, basketball. If you know me, I'm only like five nine, so didn't even reach the six foot mark. So I was yeah. like, I think I'd be have a better opportunity at baseball. So ended up just uh, sticking with baseball, and then yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Uh, the class that we had was. I, I mean, arguably, I mean, there's guys that have been following uh, Oklahoma baseball their whole life. And I mean, they said our class was probably the best class ever go through. Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, freshman year was pretty cool. We uh, undefeated 25 and 0. And then our senior year, we actually uh, won a state championship for the first time in 20 years. So that was that was pretty cool. I mean, we only lost two games. Yeah. Uh, I think that year. There was, I think there was like six polls, like nationally ranked. Now, I know it's hard to nationally rank high school teams because sure. we don't play. I mean, we played a couple Florida teams and stuff, but uh, out of the six, we were actually ranked number five. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, we were ranked f- uh, number one out of all five of them. So, there was only one poll we weren't ranked number one, which I think we were ranked number two in it. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, they even, I mean, we... I know it's hard to say, but we were considered the national champions in the high school, like the number one team. Sure. So that was pretty cool. I mean, so just like, I mean, the group of guys, that group of guys, we always will have that special bond. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not all of us hang out all the time, but when all of us get together, like, I mean, it's like we all hung out yesterday. So yeah. it's really hard to break that bond. Cause I mean, we honestly, like everyone that was part of that team grew up playing together. So, you know, out of the, I think we had like 16 guys on our roster. I think out of the 16, 15 of them went on to play college baseball, which yeah. you don't hear. Like, yeah, that's and mad. the one guy that didn't, he chose not to play. Yeah. He just wanted to focus on school. So, I mean, we had, oh, shoot, two guys get drafted. Uh, no, actually, three guys get drafted. One guy only threw one inning, if that tells you anything. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a story for another time. But, uh, and then, shoot. 
I think out of the the nine, ten starters we had, seven went D1. So, I yeah. mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you don't usually – I mean, you don't yeah. see a team like we had come through mm-hmm. uh, very often. I mean, especially in Oklahoma. Yeah. At least the guys I've talked to that – I mean, I don't follow really high school baseball much anymore. Mm-hmm. But they said there hasn't been a team close. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Like I said, I don't – I'm just going off everyone's opinion, but I'll tell you this. I mean, there wasn't, there's not a team that we couldn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty impressive. And then since then they've changed the law in baseball, right? Like you can't go the rules. Like you can't be drafted out of high school anymore. You've got to go to college. Oh no, 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 no. You You can can still, yeah. Okay. So this year, yeah, no, you can be drafted out of high school. So still, so like when we were, when we were there, we had three guys, um, Archie Bradley was one of them. He was a first rounder, Mm -hmm. seventh, uh, seventh pick overall. And then uh, Mason Hope, mm-hmm. he was the in the fifth round. But I mean, that year in Oklahoma alone, we had Dylan Bundy. He was drafted. He's from Oklahoma. Michael Fulmer, Adrian Hauser. I mean, yeah. and Archie. Those guys were all in within the first fifty picks. So. Yeah. You That's don't mad. see that very often. From high school as well. Yeah, exactly. But no, to bring up your answer, yeah, you can still get drafted okay. out of high school. So yeah. it's weird they changed the whole draft this year because mm-hmm. of the whole COVID. Obviously, baseball season got cut short. Yeah. So a lot of like it, – it, it was like 40 rounds. Now it's only like five rounds. Oh, okay. So now it's – from the guys I've talked to, it's going to push these high schoolers that, you know, we're going to get drafted in the you know, yeah. 10th round, uh, 20th round that would assign for a good amount of money still to go to college yeah. because – now I think the the minimum the most you can sign for after the fifth round is like a hundred k. Okay, which which I is know still people, a great a lot amount. Of people say that's a but lot, in but baseball that's they don't nothing. understand. Yeah. yeah, you don't under, they don't understand the grind that like you're literally that's a hundred k, but that's you're last living that year. off of you know until yeah. you make it to the show. So yeah. I mean it's it's a risk, but I mean it's going to force more guys to go to college. Is what right. I think, which so, is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine get drafted, um, and he was one of those guys. He got drafted for a hundred thousand, and but then like you go because it was a couple of years ago that whole thing about baseball, like how many hours they work. What they, I guess they worked out, worked out the amount that they were getting paid for the hours that they were training and playing, and it was uh, nothing. Wouldn't you it? would be mind blown. Yeah, if, like the guys then, that don't sign for millions, like yeah. can go and go to the minor league system i mean it's yeah they don't make anything right and the guys who are playing in college are probably living better lives like better oh, food oh better, yeah they're getting know. their food paid for yeah. exactly yeah. so all of that i mean they're getting a free education right. so yeah 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 it was funny talking to some guys who have been and you know like um talking to the mlb guys and they were like well you have to go through that that they like you can't you can't get drafted and think that it's going to be easy. Like you, you have to, like everybody's been through it till now. It's part of growing up. It's part of getting better. You've got to go through that grind and that suck or whatever. Of you know, exactly. Playing in the middle of nowhere, eating McDonald's. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, whatever it is. Oh and yeah. Whenever you, training uh, all day. whenever you talk to Archie and Adrian, I mean, I'm sure they have minor league story mm-hmm. after minor league story that will just blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't realize. And I don't think a lot of people, that don't unfollow baseball realize as well is the Oklahoma City's ground is like it's both their baseball parks like one of the best ones for minor leagues right oh yeah 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 I mean uh, uh, Bricktown down in Bricktown oh it's great atmosphere so we actually uh, when you have a good one in Tulsa too yep we have a yep we have a what was called down there one oak yeah so that was actually pretty cool we got to play our state championship game on that field Mm -hmm. so that's where we played state at but yeah I mean both both fields are awesome so 
they're both affiliated with the Dodgers. So, I mean, like, we had Kershaw come in town yeah. that one, uh, one day. The only on, time Oklahoma City sold out. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> what was cool, so that was Oklahoma City. So when he played in Oklahoma City, yeah. it was when uh, Adrian was still in the minors. Oh, so sick. it was actually awesome. Adrian and him got to go up against each other and honestly if you look at the stats and everything yeah. adrian won the game yeah. so i mean even the, like his stats and everything so that was actually pretty cool to watch and yeah like when he comes to tulsa obviously he was there for some rehab i mean it sells out so yeah. other than that i mean it's pretty easy to get tickets so. yeah same say it's exactly the same here uh so you're in you're in high school teams stacked boys are going you know friends are going to the getting drafted and stuff and then you go to you said missouri right yeah so uh actually me and a best friend his name is tyler mckenzie we decided to go uh play juco mm-hmm. there was a couple of d1s that we were in talks with but they we wanted to go the D, uh, the juco route and play there for a couple of years unfortunately it sucks like never had an injury in my whole life yeah and of course i get to college it was uh like our third inner squad it was in september and what do you know I go up for a normal ball and i make a cut and boom there goes my acl oh, yeah no. so that was a real bummer um so that was a big uh, big pushback and then so honestly after that uh I really, I mean, my whole dream was to go play D1, and I just, yeah. you know, I really wanted, after after that injury, I really just wanted to start focusing on making money, right. really, and yeah. it's like hard, it's really hard to make money if you're doing college, I mean, if yeah. you're doing college sports, I yeah. mean, I don't care what anyone says, I've done it, mm-hmm. and I know people think it's, po- it is possible, yeah. don't get me wrong, but in junior college, no, no way yeah. you can have a job and play junior college baseball. Anyone that's played junior college baseball is nodding their head. Yeah, yep, yeah, he yeah. is exactly right, because there's no way you can yeah. do it. So, honestly, I was there, and I was just, you know, I was really just tired of having to rely on parent my parents to, mm-hmm. you know, go do anything. So I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to focus on school, hang it up, and start working, and yeah. start making money myself. So that's when I decided I was going to go to UCO. So then after, yeah, after yeah. Uh, Crowder is when I wandered back over why, to Oklahoma. Why UCO? Uh, <laughs> you had to bring that, that up. <laughs> well... We'll just say uh, we'll we'll keep this one short. Okay. But <laughs> there was a female involved. There was a female involved, right. but let's just say that's uh, a that's a worthy. I mean, it's a worthy reason. Yeah, it's fine. yeah, yeah. But better men have done a lot worse, <laughs> right? Should I should have brought that one up. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah. what brought me to UCO, and mm-hmm. uh, but it was cool. I still had a lot of buddies here. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I wouldn't have changed it for a thing. Obviously, like the girl that I moved here for. We are no longer together. Right, yeah. But, I mean, I've met some of my best friends that, you know, I talk to every single day yeah. that if I didn't go to UCO, I wouldn't have met them. So, right. I mean, it's a, it's a blessing in disguise how I look at it. So, I mean, I still... I'm the kind of person that really I don't regret anything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just learned from it and move Best forward. So, you know, you can't you can't live in the past because if you do, you just beat yourself up. So, but yeah, I mean, that's how I that's how I ended up at UCO. So, ended up at here at UCO and honestly came to came to school and just to, I had two more years left of school and yeah, that's where I finished up school and ended yeah. up uh, What did you do your degree in? So it was actually pretty cool. So 
UCO, uh, well, I went into it. I was just going to get my business administration degree. So typical, right? Yeah. Well, UCO actually offered a really cool, like a special class. It was like one of the only uh, universities in the state to offer it. And it's uh, actually a sales and marketing degree. Okay. So I always knew I was going to get into sales. Uh, I thought I was actually going to get into like the sporting good industry, the outdoor world. Kind of like your dad. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I've seen, I've seen the success he has. I was like, you know, that's what I'm going to get into. So it was funny. So I, uh, was I joined that program and uh, was going getting my degree in that. Well, then I got offered to be in like a, uh, I guess you can say a special premium class sales class. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met, it was just a group of like 10 of us. So we met every, I think every two weeks, but it was funny. So I'm kind of getting into how, what I do now. Uh, and everyone would always go around, like, we'd always have special guests come in and say, they'd go around the table, like, all right, I want you guys to tell me what, what industry you guys want to get in. Yeah. And everyone, they would always be very, don't just say medical, because everyone wants, and I was, and I never knew, I was like, medical, who cares? Like, right. I, I don't want to yeah, do sporting yeah. goods. I love sports. That's my passion. And uh, everyone would always go around the table, say medical, medical, besides me and one other guy. Yeah. There was me, and I always said sporting goods, and he, he, was, he wanted to get in, like, aerospace. But everyone else... With medical. Medical sales. Yeah. Well, just like I brought up uh, before, uh, if I wouldn't have came here, I wouldn't have met the people I met. Uh, my buddy Brenton uh, Washhausen, he actually, like I said, I'm leading into what I do now. Uh, he knew a guy that was in medical sales, mm-hmm. orthopedic medical sales. And one day we were hanging out, and he was like, yeah, hey, my buddy texted me and was like, yeah, I think uh, he's, he was telling me he wants to hire me, but I don't graduate for another year. And I was like, well, shoot, I graduate. Like, let me hear him out. You know, this is because this is like crazy. It was crazy timing. Like, yeah. I'm all about perfect timing. And then like th- when this was said, it was like right at the time where I needed to start looking for a job. It was coming mm. to the end of. Yeah, you're coming. My, the end yeah, of the year I was about like, to start my last semester. So yeah. I needed to you know, like it's like, OK, I got to grow up. The serving job isn't going to isn't going to work anymore. <laughs> what were you so, serving at? So I was serving. At uh, Cafe Five Hundred One. Oh, great so spot! If anyone yeah. is looking for a recommendation in Edmond, Cafe Five Hundred One, great place. Great place. Great, great cookies. Oh yeah, great place to take a date too. Yeah, those <laughs> caramel cookies are amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. you can't beat it. So, oh, so I good. worked there, and then. Uh, uh, so yeah, you get this job. Well, the guy has said, "Hey, you at least." you know, oh, have yeah, an opportunity. Yeah. So, and yeah. So anyways, he contacted his buddy and was like, Hey, well, I got a guy and you know, I didn't even think anything about it. And then about two weeks later, he texts, uh, my buddy Brent again and was like, Hey, you never, that guy never reached out to me being me. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, Oh shoot. I didn't know you really wanted me to. So I ended up, he ended up giving me his number. I reached out to him and lo and behold, I went down, met him. Uh, we had great conversations and, Next thing you know, he gave me a job offer, and I took it. And so, I mean, I was pretty stoked because it was actually like a month and a half before I graduated. So, like, it was not – everyone knows it's really nice, like – before you, you graduate sad. if yeah. you have a job. Like, yeah. Fortunately, I wasn't one of the ones that didn't have a job, so I don't know what the stress was like that, mm-hmm. but I know it's, I know some of my friends, and it was stressful for them. Yeah. But the funny thing about it is, is everyone that was in that class – wanted to get in medical. I'm the only one that ended up in medical. Are you, are you really? Yeah, literally the only one. It was is kind of funny. So yeah. but so that's how uh that's how I got involved into the, the medical. Which you're industry. still doing now. Yeah. So yeah. 
uh, it's all orthopedic. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, that's the company I started out with. I worked for a distributorship, and then I worked for him for about a year. And then the company that I work for now um, actually offered me a job, and I went ahead and took that. Yeah, so yeah. I've been doing it now for uh, four years, and I can say literally. So I walked on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I started on Monday. Yeah, that's <laughs> so great. So it was, yeah, it was boom, boom. So yeah, that's what I do now uh, for my main job is yeah. uh, orthopedic sales. So we do the company I work for. We specialize in upper extremity. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's actually a really cool job. I mean, I'm a big people person, and I love helping people out. And it's almost the role I have in my position is the closest mm-hmm. thing to helping the patient out as the doctor. Cause yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. Like we are, I mean, the doctor relies a lot on us cause I mean, it's our product. We need to be the one that are knowledgeable yeah. about that. So it's actually really cool. I mean, the, I never thought I would, let's just say if you would ask me five years ago, what I'd be doing, I would, yeah. I, I would have laughed if you told me I would have seen the, some of the stuff like I've seen. Like in the operating room. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's j- crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I get to sit in the OR every day. Like, yeah. it's it's really cool. So, I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, I get to be a big part of, you know, someone that's in a lot of pain and help them, yeah. you know, get out of it. So, that's been cool. So, I've really I've really grown to love the, uh, the medical industry and especially, like, the job I do mm-hmm. because I feel like I, you know the product I sell is really good as well. So I think it's, you know, it's great. Yeah, it helps when you're you're selling a good product. I know when I, cause I mean, I've had, I've had friends that have had it done and I'm like, I mean, it's pain free afterwards, you know, it's awesome. It's, it's really cool to see that. And even though, you know, I mean, obviously it's all on the doctor, but it's cool knowing that like you had a little impact Mm -hmm. on that. So that's what I, that's what I've grown to love the, why I love the industry is just because it's you're helping people. Like, yeah, and I love that. Tell me about this, like the first time that you were in the operating room. Then, oh, what was that like? Seeing, like, oh man, you know, first time. I, was I mean, is somebody cut open at the time. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I saw it was a it was a total knee. So I mean, it was just like, I mean, I walked in and you know, surgeon started go started cutting, and next thing you know, I'm just like, wow. Like, <laughs> I mean, anyone can Google what a what a total knee looks like. And yeah. I mean, and it's crazy. Like you never realize I'm not going to get into details. If anyone wants to see it, you can always <laughs> Just Google, Google it. it. Yeah. Google it. And it will, they'll go step by step. But I mean, it's, it was mind blown. Like, yeah. I mean, cause you watch it on videos and stuff, but then you're seeing it in person. You're, seeing you're, in like, person, you're in the room and you're like, Oh my God, this is really what, yeah. what it's like. So, I mean, obviously I was young, had no medical background yeah. at whatsoever. I mean, I was in sales and marketing yeah. business. So, I mean, it was literally start. It was almost like I was went, went to school again for the first, sure. you know, two years. I mean, I was literally watching videos every night, mm-hmm. reading every night, studying because, yeah. you know, when you get asked a question, you know, in the OR, you have to know you it. You can't, know you know, stuff. there's no BS in like most sales jobs. You can't just BS your way yeah, out exactly. of it. Like yeah. you either know it or, you know, it's, you say you don't know it because that's someone on, like that's someone's grandma, that's someone's mom. Right. So like, it's been really cool. Like just being like, being a part of the, the yeah. medical, medical industry, especially since I never really thought I would, like, I never saw myself doing yeah. this. So. When you're still doing it, which is good. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, four years. I mean, yeah. I've been with the same company for the last three years. So 
I mean, I know most people can't say that, so it's been pretty yeah. cool. I've literally been doing the same thing pretty much since I've uh, awesome. got out of college. So yeah. same clients, same doctors, just hanging out. No, I mean it's been a it's been a roller coaster just because of you know I've yeah. worked with a bunch of different guys, but now uh, you know my role has changed over the last two years. So you know I have the the set guys I work with mm-hmm. now most of uh, but yeah I mean I've I've shoot I've worked with guys all the way from El Paso to Lubbock yeah. to. You know, I'm in Tulsa and Oklahoma City every day. Yeah. So, Ponca City. So, you yeah. name it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, let's talk about the uh, this. I mean, clearly, growing up, you have a passion for hunting and outdoors. Oh yeah. So this right? is this is the fun. This is when we started. You know, about the fun where, stuff. Where, yeah. Where, <laughs> where first of all, where does that passion come from? Family. Okay, so, Dad? Um, honestly. Like where it all when it all started, it was just like uh, the group of guys I hung out with growing up. Um, they were all into it, pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, like my dad, obviously being from Buffalo, my mom being from San Francisco, like they weren't hunters. So like, you know, I didn't grow up from a hunting background, but all my buddies were into it. And then one day, I mean, finally they convinced me to go. Cause I always called them crazy. I'm like, how is it fun sitting in the cold? Sitting I'll be in the cold, you, waiting for a duck. I hate the cold. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a Hawaiian. I have, that, I have the Hawaiian blood. I need yeah. the I need the sun on me. So I, I hate the cold. Yeah. Unless I'm hunting. Okay. If I'm hunting or or skiing, I like skiing. Yeah. But those two things. Other than that, I want to be inside watching TV or with the fire going. But yeah. Uh, those two things are the two things I don't, I want it to be cold. Like i especially hunting. I want it to be cold, but so bringing it back, I mean, yeah, my buddies, they got me into it and it was just like next, I mean, after that first hunt I went on, I was just, I don't know what it was, but I just got addicted to it. Like, that's all I could think about. That's all I wanted. So like every, I mean, we looked forward to every single weekend because we got to go. go Oh yeah. So like we'd go through the week of school and then boom go hunt like i mean even on my senior skip day we all did senior skip day we went and hunted yeah. <laughs> you know like that was the, that's what we did so it was really good um i think i mean to me hunting i think is a great thing especially for the younger generation to get into mm-hmm. because there's so i mean especially in today's world like you know social media and video games it's so it's taking over our younger generation like even i have a younger brother and i see it in them like in his friends groups and like i think what hunting did for me is it it kept me away from doing a lot of other things i could have been doing Mm -hmm. but I was instead I was so more focused on yeah. hunting and so I truly believe I, I thank hunting for you know honestly taking up a lot of my time in high school because instead of doing you know other the, you know, the you, usual you, dumb yeah, stuff you do in high what school I'm to get yeah, to, yeah, yeah, so, of course. Uh, yeah. but so yeah that's where I got my passion for hunting and honestly like ever since that day I mean I just like I said any free time I have during hunting season I'm out hunting yeah so yeah, that's that's when it all started. Who? What were you hunting that first time? Uh, duck. Okay. Oh yeah. So duck. Duck's definitely my. That's my number one passion. That's, yeah. So I mean, I do it all. I duck hunt now. I deer hunt, turkey hunt, dove hunt. I mean, you name it, I'll do it. But I mean, when you ask me what my favorite type of hunting is, yeah. it's definitely duck. So I don't, have you ever been? I, I've never ever oh, been I can't hunting. Wait like, to get not, you. Yeah. Oh, not you're... like you know. I mean, I've shot guns, or but never shot a bow. Never been hunting. Um, yeah. 
like I mean I would love to it sounds awesome oh yeah I mean I'll tell you it's an expensive hobby so um, it's yeah, addicting yeah well <laughs> you very, play golf too so oh, you understand my hobby <laughs> oh yeah I know golf too yeah trust yeah. me I'm, but yeah. those rounds aren't cheap I know that right and the <laughs> no. gear and all the rest to stay yeah. warm exactly uh, yeah that's so so this is a passion it's keeping you you know out of doing stupid stuff when you're growing up and oh, yeah. it, you know and then when you when you get a job you start having more money and you want obviously want to spend more money on your passion right oh actually yeah. that's just how it works exactly um so you know so when you got that job was it in tulsa or was it in oklahoma city so it was uh it was in tulsa was okay in tulsa. so you, so you're out hunting, still hunting in tulsa oh, with yeah. well, buddies or whatever. Um, so when we moved up when i moved up to uco because obviously i was away for uh three years when i was in missouri yeah so when i moved back to uco we uh we were able to lock down some really good property not too far from the school and uh i mean that's where we spent every weekend so i did most of my hunting out west that's where we started it uh well when i was over at uco i never went back i mean when we were in tulsa we would still hunt tulsa but like i mean if you ask anyone nowadays i mean the west side of the state compared to the east side of the state for waterfowl is night and day at least in my eyes i mean there don't get me wrong there's there's certain spots on the east side that are still killer but there's a lot more killer spots let's just say that on the west side so yeah, when I was at UCO, we did a lot of hunting up in up in this area and got access to a lot of property and then yeah, it forced and then when I got my job, I moved back to Tulsa. Okay. So even though I moved back to Tulsa, I was still coming out here and this to is hunt. what I was doing yeah. most of my hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, all you got great friends in high school that have been drafted and you're still staying friends and when they're back in town you're all going on hunts and stuff where does this this crash landing outdoors <laughs> okay so. come into it because so i've i was at a golf tournament a few years ago uh-huh. and it was with um uh, what's his, the rocket what's his last He's, yeah, oh, Roger Clemens. Yes, and someone was saying that they'd been hunting with Roger Clemens on some package, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And then obviously recently, you guys have announced yeah. your packages yeah, with your Archie packages, and the yeah. guys or oh, whatever, yeah. and that just like I was like, "Oh, that makes total sense." Like for a golfer, I'd love to go play golf with Tiger Woods yeah. or do you know shoot basketball, whatever it is with a golfer. Like it sounds awesome. Oh yeah. So that's where that comes in. But so okay, how does so the whole like how does, how does the okay, whole thing so come how, around? Yeah. How does crash? Pretty much how is crash created? Yeah. So let me back up. So this was when I was on. A, this was back when it all when it when it, the ideas all started coming together. I would have to say it was when I was in college. So. Uh, Brings it back to my buddy Brenton. So he was he ran like a little guide service making uh, money in college. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what gave me the idea was you know I had a bunch of this you know really good property, and he was like, dude, people would pay to like hunt this. So it made me start thinking. I was like, you know, people people would. Yeah. And so, you know, what we started doing was we were just taking um, you know a couple of our friends, you know. Because we would take a couple of our friends and we would use their money to go hunt these properties. Because a lot of guys, they would want, you know, if we're going to hunt the property, because we don't, um, we didn't own the land. Yeah. So we had to go get permission. And, 
you know, the guys that want to give permission, we realized dollar signs would change that mind. So when we needed to go hunt a place that was going to cost money, yeah. we would invite some of, you know, our buddies' dads, like, hey, listen, you pay for this, this, and this. We'll and show then, you where we're going. Yeah, and so that's yeah. when it all started. Well, then their buddies started telling their buddies, and mm-hmm. then their buddies started telling their buddies. So then it people started calling us. From word of mouth, it grew yeah, because exactly. you guys are obviously so, doing the right thing and showing yeah, value. And, uh, it was actually really cool um, when it first started. I mean, we never realized it was going to get to this scale mm. at so quick. I mean, we obviously we all dream, and uh, I think that's why. I mean, we all the guys that are involved believe in it so much is why it's got to the level it's got to so quick. Yeah. Um, but it was about three years ago. Uh, like I said, we were just uh, running little, you know people from Oklahoma. No one was really coming from out of town. We were helping out a couple buddies that had a guide mm-hmm. service. Uh, and we just really like realized the opportunity that we had yeah. with the, you know, the property, the land that we had, the relationships that we had with certain landowners that were letting us hunt these properties. And, you know, that's when Archie and I, uh, came together and we were like because Archie and I we were hunting and like he went on a couple hunts with us that year obviously you know he was back and forth from Scottsdale and uh finally one day you know we were just sitting there like hey what do you think about you know really blowing this up and both of us were like dude we can do this so that's when it all started and it was actually really cool so before crash landing outdoors started archie had a ranch uh over in the area where we do all the hunting and his ranch was called crash landing so how the name crash landing outdoors came out was he was like hey so what do you want to name our operation i was like dude i love crash landing like i love the ranch now i think it's sick i mean it's crash landing anyone that you, you know you shoot something it's gonna yeah. have a hard landing yeah. Yeah. whether it's a deer duck dove i yeah. mean turkey it, it goes with everything mm-hmm. so he was like dude i was hoping you said that and so <laughs> boom that's when crash landing outdoors started okay and what year was that that was we're in 2020 so 20 it was in the summer of 2018 mm-hmm. because uh 18 was when we ran our first group under the name crash landing gotcha. outdoors yeah um so that's when it all started was that summer was when we finally said this is what we're doing and then it was really cool i mean the first year i mean we were running guys out of uh you know the the hotel the casino mm-hmm. up in our area where we do all of our hunting so we were running guys out of there and then the following year, uh, we had another partner join, and we were able to use a lodge. So we were able to have our clients stay at a lodge. Yeah. And now the level that we're at now is pretty incredible to see where we were three years ago. I mean, how quick we're mm-hmm. growing. I mean, now we have a, I mean, ten thousand square foot lodge that we have a, you know, a chef that's going to prepare all the meals. We have a, I mean, all the, you know. The whole lodge aspect is unbelievable yeah. from the furniture to the game room. We have a sweet bar. So seeing that now is like, and looking at it three years ago, what we we're doing, it was yeah. like, you know, I used to tell people this is a little small little gig, but it's not, you can't say not it's anymore. a small little gig anymore. Like this is, I mean, it's getting pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, there's been so many people that if we, I mean, if we didn't have the, the team that we have, there's no way we would be where we are today Mm -hmm. because I mean, a lot of guys, that's, what's cool is like 
to get to this level, that's why I brought up earlier, you know, I think so many people had a dream in this and believe in it is why we can get to this level because we've had a lot of, I mean, a lot of the guys, I mean, that help out, I mean, at the beginning, we they knew we couldn't pay them and stuff, but they yeah. believed in the process. And now yeah. it's like, I mean, this year we're going to have five full-time employees that we're paying. We have a full-time chef that's going to be there. So mm. it's, I mean, <laughs> like I, I keep bringing it up, like seeing where it was, three years ago and seeing where it is now is just like it's it blow, it's awesome yeah. it's it's like we're we're really trying to make a dream become a reality so and it's like what's really cool is you know obviously there's me archie and adam involved which we obviously you know we see the dream and everything but the team that we have i mean i can list off every single mm-hmm. guy that it plays a huge part of this and it's like to see everyone you know having the same dream and same goals and they can see like their trust in our process yeah. i mean it's making things so much easier so like, yeah it's awesome and what we have planned for this year i mean it's i cannot wait i've been i haven't been more excited for a duck season until this year i'll yeah. be honest with you yeah it's i keep it's nerve-wracking it. too don't get me <laughs> trust me we, like i have a full-time job but i've also got this huge yeah, opportunity well, exactly like that's exploding it. so that's all i mean that's the thing i've been i've, I've had to learn how to kind of control is you know people are like how do you do both but like mm-hmm. I like when people ask me, I don't stop. Like when I do have a couple days off, yeah, I'm taking a quick vacation, you know, but like I'm working every single day just to, because I know in the end it's Mm -hmm. all going to be worth it. And like, I mean, like I said about the medical stuff, I love it. So I always feel like there's going to be a part of me involved Mm -hmm. in the medical field just because how much I like it. Um, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Like a dream is actually like becoming a reality. Yeah. So. Well, the good thing is like it's great. Like if you came into this, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go build this thing. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I have no idea about this passion. But I'm sure these guys will figure it out. And this is kind of the idea. It's not gonna be what it is. But because you had this passion for so long, you're building a facility that you would want to go to every single time. Oh, exactly. Right? Oh, you yeah. know the value, you know, because you've hunted, mm-hmm. you know exactly what people want and need. Oh, you know, yeah. you want to stay on site. You don't have to jump in a car and drive out or whatever oh, it is. Yeah. Like everything is there now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're exactly right. Because I mean, uh, like our slogan is a major league experience. So when you're coming into camp, I yeah. mean, you're you're going to be treated like a big leaguer in a sense is what we want your experience to be like. Like everything would be taken care of. Like, you know, when you get, I don't know if you saw my Instagram post the other day. Oh, you did. I yeah. Probably did, of, yeah. The, uh, of our new charter bus. So oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick. So people I saw you like see. asking for something. It's like, does anyone have like this for an ambulance? I was like, that's an ambulance for. <laughs> I know. I was anxious uh, to see you. And then I saw the video. I was like, that's gonna be the greatest team. Oh yeah, bus so ever. I mean, just like little things like that, picking uh, picking up guys from the airport, taking guys them. to games, and like, and here's the thing, I mean, so we're wanting to create this atmosphere because I mean, realistically, like we have big leaguers coming into camp. I yeah. mean, so they we want them, I mean, to be treated like they are, yeah. you know, how they are. So. It's it's actually really cool. I'm not gonna say any names or give any dates, yeah. but I mean we got some really some big teammates time. of Archie's I mean, and your buddies are coming out from Oklahoma. That yeah. I won't say any names, but 
they're, I mean, when people see that they're coming out to hunt with us, they're going to be like, no way. Yeah. That guy, that it just guy? keeps raising the profile, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Awesome. So, I mean, that's what's been cool. I mean, especially with, you know, Archie being so involved with MLB. Um, one of our other good buddies, Adrian Hauser, uh, he's a big part of Crash. So, mm-hmm. you know, having those two, and then even like I have a buddy that plays for the Rockies, uh, Sam Hilliard. I mean, those three I mean, have yeah. been big help in spreading the name yeah. in the MLB world. Obviously, once you meet Archie, you'll know him. He is uh, he he's the guy in the room that will meet everyone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he definitely lets everyone know about Crash. So that's been real cool. I mean, it's it's kind of and that's kind of what we would eventually like to do is almost create a uh, outpost for sure. you know these baseball guys because like hunting season is a perfect time for baseball guys to you know they have mm-hmm. november december and january off like and guess what it's not the same du- as football is it <laughs> no yeah. exactly our duck seasons run november december and january yeah. so it's like perfect so ideally i mean that's what we'd like to do and so with that and obviously you know with covid and everything how that is now um Another cool thing that we're doing that's different from everyone else is like, so for instance, if you came into camp, you you and your group mm-hmm. would be the only only guys there. Oh, so, great. you know, a lot of these uh, these big outfitters that are running these hunt camps, you know, you go in and there's going to be like 20 guys there. Yeah. So yeah, our price is at a premium price. I mean, but anyone you can see yourself. Yeah, anyone can see our prices on the internet. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our price is premium, but you also got to remember, like, you're the only one that's going to be in camp. So, oh, and the only one hunting. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you ask anyone in Oklahoma, I mean, it's hard to own enough land in Oklahoma to control birds. So, like, you're you're grinding, you know, going hunting different spots every single day. Mm-hmm. So, what this gives for our clientele is, like, hey— when you're in camp, like we're we're only focusing on you. Yeah. Like you're gonna get that major league experience from when it comes to you know getting to the lodge, being at the lodge during your hunt. So mm-hmm. all of that, such more you're personal the only experience. one that will be there. Yeah. So that's really cool. And another thing that we're doing is, uh, you know, <laughs> with uh, baseball guys, it's hard to, as you know, locking locking guys down. Yeah. But you know, a lot of them are like last minute. Hey can I come down and hunt? So yeah. what we're doing is, uh, we actually have a, you know, a couple extra rooms. So just if any baseball case. guys, yeah. If any baseball guys want to come and yeah. hunt and they're like, Hey, we want to come hunt these days. We'll call that group that's in and be like, Hey, so-and-so yeah. wants to come hunt. Are you okay with it? And yeah. Who's going to say no, if yeah. it's a big leaguer, you know, right. they're going to be like, Oh yeah, I don't yeah, care. Like, All right, yeah. cool. Well, guess what? You're going to get the helmet with the big leaguer. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. So that's another cool thing is we're doing. We're, we're, so like I said, we want, that's what we're trying to attract. Our sure. main clientele is definitely those guys, but we know those guys will attract the other kind of clientele we want. Yeah. So really, I mean, we only have a couple more dates left. And like I said, we're only going to be running one group and next year we're only going to be running one group. Yeah. So really that job is like, it's almost fulfilled, which is really, really, really cool. nice. Yeah. yeah. And now it gives us more focus to focus on other things, uh, on like building the brand. Sure. And so what's really cool though, is like during this season, I mean, we're going to be doing like, I mean, we're coming out with our reality TV show. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw that. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, so it's going to be, oh, yeah, be sick. So, yeah. I mean, each episode, I'm not going to tell you how the episodes are going to go, but 
Let's just say season stay one tuned. or whatever. It's going to start um, probably middle of November. We don't actually have a okay. set date yet, but that's that's when we plan. We'll definitely blast on it on channel. social media. Oh, yeah. Follow Crash Landing Outdoors, you know, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And then uh, uh, we're also going to be doing podcasts. So, I mean, yeah. with the people we have coming into camp and, uh, you know, the professional athletes we have coming in and we also have a lot of high profile guys in the hunting industry mm-hmm. i mean our podcast is going to be awesome to listen yeah. to you know, just because it's going to be it's going to have such a wide variety of right. you know everything centered yeah, around people, hunting you know, obviously we're gonna have you know professional athletes that have yeah. never hunted before that you know we're going to get to talk to them about their first hunting experience yeah. which is going to be cool and then we're going to have guys like terry denman that's been hunting literally his whole life that yeah. is going to who knows what kind of stories he's going to tell us about so yeah. it's exciting. that's what we're really excited about is uh getting that all kicked off and uh so that's why i said i mean i'm really really excited for this year but there's also a lot of pressure. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, it all you can say, you know, yeah. how it is, you can say it's all going to go great, but until you're in the mix of everything, you don't know. Yeah. So, you, you, yeah know, you don't know. You're we right. We can be as prepared as we think we can, we, we should be, yeah. but this is something we're, we're just now getting into. So we know we're going to have to learn a lot of stuff, but which is really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we're really excited. I mean, honestly, and like, What's really cool is like everyone that is is involved is I mean they're all on board, and damn. when you come up and meet the crew, you're gonna realize you're gonna be like, damn, you guys, is there anyone even over thirty? <laughs> because that's the thing. I mean, that's what's cool about it. like what you said, like yeah. our passion, like everyone when it's all said and done. This is what I always tell all of our guys that you know work for us or help us out. Like, don't forget the reason why we're all here. For mm-hmm. one, we're all we're all friends. And even the guys that weren't our friends before, we're all now best friends just because how much time we spend together. I mean, we all have the same passion for, Mm -hmm. honestly, all of our favorite hobbies, which is hunting. So I just always got to remind all the guys is we're here because we all have the same passion. That's why we all click so well. That's why it works. Exactly. So, and that's what's cool about, you know, the hunting part. I mean, I love that part of it because, I mean... No matter what, you might have a you know a doctor in the blind with you. You may have uh, a professional baseball mm-hmm. player, a golfer. You may have me, you, mm-hmm. you know. But when everyone's in the blind, they're all there because of one thing, because they have that passion. To yeah. And so everyone's able to share that bond with each other. So that's what I that's love really hunting. Cool. Like the people that it brings together. Yeah. I mean, my best friends I've literally made because of hunting. Yeah. Like because we all have the same passion and that's that's the greatest thing about it that's awesome and there's something to be said about being outdoors as well like it's great for you mentally yo yeah right? it is. i mean you know just i mean there's tons of research on that too which i love especially yeah. playing golf um uh, well mate this has been awesome i'm really excited to you know to, to come up whenever it is and we need to play golf soon as well oh we do we, we do, do actually i mean i have not played as much golf this year as yeah. i wanted to we'll have to do that we'll get some time before it gets really cold yeah um but you were saying so follow crash landing outdoors on instagram and yeah. all the social media platforms youtube channel the series is coming soon the series TV is coming show. soon yeah and then what's yours Oh, uh, Mac Monk. Okay. Instagram. Yep. Just give me a follow. Awesome. <laughs> well, great. I mean, 
appreciate it. You appreciate you coming down and I'm glad we could finally get this one done. Yeah, I'm glad we could finally and, uh, knock this out. So. It's nice to put a face with an Instagram account, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I knew you and I've never met you. Yeah. So awesome. it was finally finally good to meet you. So right. thanks for having me. I appreciate on. you sharing some stories. I'm uh I'm looking forward to coming up and, and seeing it for uh with my own eyes. Oh, it you're looks, gonna I mean you'll see sick. now why people come to Oklahoma. I mean, if yeah. you think about it, Many people don't come for vacation to Oklahoma, but like that's the hun- hunting is one thing people come to Oklahoma for for vacation. So yeah. you'll see you'll see why you know people from Florida, California, New York come here. Awesome. Just just wait. Well, mate, again, appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for everyone listening. I'll post all the links down below that Mac just mentioned, uh, the social media links and the website as well. Check it out and uh, yeah, just go send Mac a message on Instagram. Tell me listen to the podcast. Perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.